How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Matt Cohen here. And hey, if you're like me, you're bored a lot. Sure, it happens. And you're looking for a cool place to hang out. Now, you could hit up a chocolate shop with your pals, you know, and have a malted dance to a jukebox. But that's kind of old school, if you ask me. You could go uh rock and bowling, which I believe involves meth at some point. But, uh... You know, I'm not a big bowling fan, unless you put bumpers down, and then I'm I'm there with or without meth. Uh, so if you're like me, you're looking for a fun activity to do, some place to go to spend your time and your hard-earned cash. Ladies and gentlemen, have I got the destination for you. Mosey on over to Melrose Avenue in the heart of Hollywood and check out Golden Apple Comics. That's right, you've heard it a million times, you've wished to go there, you've seen pictures, you've... You've read legends told in tale and ancient sagas. I don't even know what I'm fucking saying. Golden Apple Comics, the greatest comic book store in the land. Uh, they've got everything you could ever possibly want in comic book and superhero-wise, geek-wise, collector-wise. They got t-shirts. They got graphic novels. They got statues. They've got... I mean, they've got, they've got manga. They've got everything you could possibly want. They got kids books. Hey, you know they make Darkwing Duck comics? Well, they do. Go to Golden Apple and check them out. You know what else is going on in Golden Apple? Bagged and boarded live. That's right, folks. If you're down in the Hollywood area and you mosey on over to Golden Apple comics, you might see this beautiful guy over here. I'm talking about myself in the third person as a beautiful person doing a podcast live. What kind of comic book store does that? None. Except for Golden Apple Comics. And let's say you're not in the Hollywood area. You live in Hawaii. You live in, uh, the, the Mauritania. You live in Nevada. You live, look, you live that close, but you're like, I can't make the drive. You know what I mean? GoldenAppleComics.com. They've got you hooked up. Just head to the website. Check out all they got. Make some purchases. We got a, uh, promo code in the works. Just basically, guys, Golden Apple Comics loves you. Why don't you love Golden Apple Comics? Alright? There's way worse ways to spend your money, like bowling on meth. So, there you go. Golden Apple Comics, goldenapplecomics.com. Do it the fuck up, kids. What's going on, year 2011? Matt Cohen here from the future. Oh shit, you didn't expect that, did you? Why would you? You live in a time where time travel isn't uh, readily available yet, nor is inter-time dimensional communication, which is what's going on right now. They call it intertime dimensional communication. You may think I, I'm not saying that right, but that's what they call it in the future. How would you know you live in the past? And I look, 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 we got off to a bad start. Why am I, hey, why is Matt Cohen talking to me from the future before I listen to a podcast in the present, which he's on also, and why? how does he sound the same? A, uh, this shit don't crack, you know what I mean? And B, I'm talking to you from the future because I'm your friend. I want to help you out. I've been your friend throughout the last foreseeable years. I know this because I'm in the future and I know what happens. Uh, Don't even ask me about television because I don't want to give out spoiler alerts, all right? And speaking of spoiler alerts, I don't want to tell you what happens with the world, but let me clue you in on something. All that money you guys are worried about, you know, oh no, Obamanomics and and high income tax for the rich and oh, what's going to happen with the stock exchange? None of it matters because here's what happens in about 20 years or so. And again, I don't want to spoil the exact date because I want to keep it fun for you guys. Money goes out the window. It means nothing. We don't need it anymore. The gold it was based on gets melted down and turned into grills, and everyone wears grills now. But that that doesn't matter because everyone wears them in the world, so it's kind of devalued. I'll tell you what becomes 
our new system of bartering and economy in, in, in the bright, beautiful future. Comic books and comic book swag. And here's what I would do if I were you. If I had a time machine. See, I don't have a time machine. I just have the ability to talk to people in the past through the means of uh, podcasting. But if I did have a time machine, I would go back to, I don't know, the year 2011, and I would head down to Golden Apple Comics. That's right, Golden Apple Comics serving Hollywood for over 25 years, and the Hollywood area, of course. And you could find them online at goldenapplecomics.com on the internet, which which still existed, I believe, in 2011. I, again, no spoiler alerts, but enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, go to goldenapple.com and just hoard yourself on comic books and and comic book merchandise they got t-shirts they got action figures they got rare signed stuff they have crazy events where you can meet the creators get stuff signed and then hoard it because in about oh i don't know 30 to 40 or so years again no spoiler alerts you're gonna want those comic books because then you're gonna use them to trade for food for your family so they don't die of dysentery which is rampaging all over uh, the Western Hemisphere. Dysentery is like, oh, so annoying at this point with the dysentery. I wish I had more comic books so I could buy goods and medicine. If only in the year 2011 I'd gone to Golden Apple Comics and stocked me up, I would have been set. So folks, take a tip from the future. Head to Golden Apple Comics. Get some comic books. Get some t-shirts. Get some some mini busts. Because all of those things in the future is what the world thrives on. And you're going to be in the future, huh? Exactly. That's a message from me, Sergeant at Arms, Matt Cohen. That's another whole story, but goldenapplecomics.com. Check them out. Save your future. Hey, Bastin. Jay and Silent Bob are coming to raid your fridge, smoke your weed, and make you laugh hysterically while they do it. How do you like them apples? Friday, October 7th at the Wilbur Theater. Catch Jay and Silent Bob get old. Grab your tickets now by clicking on the link at csmod.com. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. The Smonsters of Talk are coming to motherfucking Vegas. Jay and Silent Bob get old and Hollywood Babylon. Whether you want to snooch your nooch or give that penis a sandwich, the shenanigans happen August 12th and 13th at the Hard Rock Cafe, located right on the famous Las Vegas Strip. Kevin Smith, Jason Muse, and Ralph Garman are guaranteed to make you forget you just gambled away all your money. Jay and Silent Bob get old, and Hollywood Babylon, August 12th and 13th at the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas. Go to csmod.com for tickets. Yo, Red Bank, New Jersey. 
Jay and Silent Bob are going to snooch to your motherfucking nooch. I don't even know what that means. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater on October 8th. Special guest, tell them Steve Day. Get your tickets at CountBasieTheater.org. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater, October 8th in Red Bank. Word. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD-quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir ad-free. It's like watching porn without having to fast-forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast. Where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com. Going to New York Comic Con in October? Well, Jay and Silent Bob are giving you one more reason to fangasm. Uh, you might want to clean that up. Friday, October 14th at the IGN Theater. Catch a live performance of the popular podcast, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Dust off that Batman costume that's three sizes too small. Or, fuck it, don't wear a costume. Just wear some type of clothing, because, you know, you don't want to get arrested. And get ready to enjoy a thick layer of gooey comedy jizz with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, live in New York. October 14th at the IGN Theater. Tickets on sale now. For more info, go to csmod.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand spanking new edition of Bags and Boarded. I hope you are all doing well. Hope your uh, your families are well. Your uncle's getting over that heart thing he was going through. I know it was just palpitations or whatever, but I worry. I care about you guys. And uh, speaking of caring about guys, I uh, I am joined by someone here, folks. That that uh, I'm just gonna flat out say it. He's he's my uh, hetero life mate. No, I don't really even like him that much. I don't even fucking you know what? I don't even like that life mate term because I don't fucking hardly speak to him or see him, so that doesn't even make sense. I'm hetero with him. That's probably the only introduction I can give. I, uh, me and this man have never had homosexual sex, despite my persistent, uh, canoodling. I'm just kidding, maybe not. Maybe that's why he ran away to the South. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him from the first, I don't know, 60 plus episodes of this podcast. Uh, some of you might not know him. John, some Johnny Come Lately's or Janie Come Lately's, who's Johnny's sister, and she came just after Johnny. Uh, but if you don't, ladies and gentlemen, I am joined here by my co-host, Mr. Jesse Rivers. Jesse, what up, dude? How you doing, man? You took like half my time. And that's half your time. Now, well, let me explain something right off the bat. So people, cause people are like, <laughs> does Jesse Rivers live in a robot future where everyone sounds like, hell no. Uh, Jesse right now lives in Alabama. And when I say right now, I just gave away a little bit of what we're going to be discussing. 
on this episode, but so be it. Uh, now, living in Alabama comes with some luxuries, obviously. Great seafood, uh, the municipalities, <laughs> they paved the street, they paved the streets well, the municipalities and stuff, but the negative is they have no internet reception whatsoever. So, me and Jesse, uh, used to Skype this show when he lived at another location, less deep in the fucking backwoods. But now, uh, since he lives right down on Crocagator, Crocagator, which is a crocodile and alligator combined, Crocagator <laughs> Alley, uh, he doesn't have internet reception anymore. So we are actually doing this podcast over a cell phone connection. How ghetto is that shit, right, Jess? Well, I mean, I mean having a cell phone is... I guess you're right. Well, you know what? I see a lot of homeless guys with cell phones nowadays. And maybe it's just a, <laughs> maybe it's just an LA thing. But like, you're right. Back in the day, having a cell phone, dude. You remember car phones? I remember what car phones. You remember what a car? I do. My a, mother had one. Yeah, my dad had one too. Like that was like, if you had a car phone, you were the president or our parents. Apparently, nowadays, like they 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 give you a cell phone when you give blood. You know what I mean? Everyone's got a fucking cell phone. It's ridiculous, but I'm glad you have one, man, so we can talk. So, so uh, I might have to apologize. Yeah, I wish. I mean, I don't know about the uh, the quality, but I wish we could have done this forever. I, well, I was just, just you know. uh, I was just gonna say, I know you don't care about the quality. I was about to apologize for this subpar audio quality, <laughs> but but honestly, people have been clamoring for your return for so long, dude, and I've been wanting to talk to you that like me and you just spent 20 minutes debating on if it was worth it or not. I was like. I will Western Union you $20 to go buy a fucking proper headset. But we were like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. It's Jesse. It, ghetto, ghetto kind of makes sense in this equation. Uh, kind Thanks. of. You, you appreciate that compliment? I do. Right on, man. So, uh, what, what the hell have you been up to other than living in Alabama and not having an internet connection that can, can support Skype? Well, I've, I've actually been plotting my way to call out of Alabama. Now, when you say plotting your way to crawl out of Bama, let's go. There are a lot of new listeners. First off, let me shout out uh, to all the new listeners. Thank you for listening. I don't know if you came over from more stories or if you're just a fan of the Smodcast Network or uh, our great sponsor, Golden Apple Comics. But thank you for joining. Uh, Jesse Rivers, who I'm speaking to here on a cell phone connection, who just got an email, I think, or maybe that was me. Um, he was my co-host for the first 60 episodes of the show, lived in L.A., then he moved to Alabama, uh, for reasons you can listen back to, and then like he had a divorce. I I had a part to do. I like to think I had a part in that, right? In my divorce, or in the post-divorce proceedings, at least. I I think you had a little more than a little to do with it. All right, that like I know that's a dick. I know this is a horribly dicky thing to say. That makes me feel good. Like I'm affecting people's lives. <laughs> the podcast is really affecting people's lives and shit. But so Jesse lives in Alabama. He's a single man now. Um, he's he uh. He's a pizza delivery man now, which we tried to talk about it. Why you always got to bring that up? See, no, because the episode, the episode where we talked about that a million times never aired. So fuck that. Oh, let, let, let people know. <laughs> you got you, like eight days left. You'd be slanging some pizza. Well, eight days. You got eight days left, so no big deal. Put extra pepperoni on every single one. Like just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you were going out, you know, if you work at a bank or something, just be giving people free money. Just fucking extra cheese. Um. So you live in Alabama. You've been vehemently, which is a big word, trying to get out of Alabama because it's Alabama, right? Well, in the last six months, yes. I mean, that was kind of, when we came back, it was six months of trying to get adjusted. And then I got divorced and it was six months of dealing with that. And then it was, I got to get back out on my own again. 
six months of that, and now it's okay. So you're like, you basically live your life in six month bursts. Is what, you're, is what you're trying to tell us. Is, you know what I mean? Like, you set your mind on something half a year later. Eh, it happens, maybe. Um, <laughs> but, but you've been, you've been, I know, I know you hate, I know you are not happy with your current station in life, as it were. I know you like no. being around your, your family. I know you enjoy that. Your mom and dad are there. Your brother's in Alabama. Uh, you're, you got your friends and shit like that. You could play fucking P. Drew or whatever that game was called. <laughs> That, that, that's correct. Which is like um, a, a southern version of Mahjong, I think. I'm just going to pretend it is. Um, cause I'm, it's not. Because I'm Jewish. Uh, but Mahjong is a very, even though it's Chinese in origin, very Jewish kind of game, Mahjong. A lot of grandmas play it. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know. I'm sure there are no Jewish grandmas in Alabama. There might be a few. Don't fucking, <laughs> don't hold my people down. But you've been trying to get out of Alabama, as it were. You want to be a filmmaker. There's not much of a thriving film market, as it were, down in Alabama. Um, and you've kind of been teasing a big life change on, on the social networks, as it were, which I'm sure everyone knows. Like, people know about the Rupert Murdoch thing just a little less than they know about the fact that you got a big life change coming up. But you have not <laughs> announced your big life change yet, sir. And I am honored to be the man to break the news. Like, I'm going to get TMZ Inc. off of this shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's a scoop. I, I Hold on. Like, we'll do the MTV News. Ready? Hey, I'm Matt Cohen here. They still do MTV News? I, I think Kurt Loder's dead. <laughs> I don't know that that's true, but I don't. I don't think they do MTV News. I think they do MTV Pregnant Fourteen and Alligator Hunter yeah. or something. You know, um, but sorry. Hey, this is uh Matt Cohen here with MTV News. First, uh, the first half of Lollapalooza kicked off this. I'm doing MTV News from 1992, by the way. The first half of Lollapalooza kicked off this week with Grass, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Dishwalla. And Soul Asylum. In other news, Jesse Rivers of Bagged and Boarded fame has uh, a life-changing plan coming up. We go to Jesse live on the scene. Hi, Jesse. I'm. Do you not know any recent? I'm downtown Julie Brown, and I'm here with Jesse Rivers live from Alabama. Jesse, oh hey, you've got a big announcement coming up. What is it? Julie Brown. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call it a big announcement. Uh, it's a big, it's a big life change for you, though, right? It, it is. What is it, mate? Don't, don't leave us hanging. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Downtown Julie Brown. That's me. That's me. Sign or that's me. Call sign. <laughs> Gotta let the people know who's talking. Um. So what's 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 the news? Well, I'm. I mean, I wouldn't call it the news, but I'm. Uh, Stop I'm, fucking I'm underplaying like the biggest change in your life in the past fucking year and a half, dude. You're like, well, I wouldn't call it news, and I wouldn't call it a big announcement, and I wouldn't call it anything that anybody might care about because no one likes me because I'm Charlie fucking Brown, dude. Just tell the people what's what's happening. I'm leaving Alabama and I'm moving to Colorado. Holy shit! Congratulations, Jesse. Now, thank you. I appreciate it. Now let so me. I'm say- not really moving. I'm kind of just going. Well, you're moving, though, no? Well, I mean, there's really no move involved. I'm taking clothes and movies. You're such a fucking asshole. You're moving to Alabama. You will be living in Alabama for the indefinite... In Alabama. In Colorado for the indefinite future, yes? Yes. People call that moving. (laughs) But I'm not moving anything. Other than myself, they so don't. They don't call moving. it moving because you bring furniture with you. you. They, it's it's you that's moving. You're just you just now. I'm relocating. It. How about that? Which is the same thing as moving. All right, but uh, okay. <laughs> anytime the place where you sleep at night changes, that's moving, <laughs> dude. 
I don't know what they fucking call. They call it bedding down down here. <laughs> Shit, man, I bed down everywhere. Um, I want to bed down. Uh, so you're moving to fucking Colorado, dude? Or you're, yes, or you're excuse me, you're you're driving to Colorado with your clothing and all your belongings in your car, and you're going to live there. Uh, yes. Where in Colorado? Uh, a little place called Loveland. Loveland, which I believe, from my hippie knowledge of all things Colorado and Vermont, is close to Denver, right? Like 20 miles? Yes. Yes, it's very close to Denver. Have you ever spent any time in Colorado before? Never. You've never been never in the state? Never crossed the line or anything. Even when you drove, what'd you do, the southern route from Alabama? Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, I went all the way through Texas. No, okay. The ten the entire way. What do you What do you know of Colorado? Because we've got some listeners in Colorado and in Denver, for that matter. In fact, and let me tell you, it, let me just say first off, you're in luck, sir, because you picked the one non-metropolitan city, as it were. Kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like New York, California, yeah. Miami, Chicago. Those are what people consider. Then there's St. Louis. Denver, Milwaukee, Cleveland, yeah. whatever, second tier. Um, and that's not anything towards the city. But you pick the one uh, non-giant city with a giant fucking comic book store, dude. You know, I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. Mile correct. High Comics, man. Yeah. I've been there. Like, that's one of, like, uh, you know, a lot of people say the top three comic book stores in the country. You got uh, Midtown Comics in New York, Mile High in Denver, and, of course, the best, Golden Apple out here in Los Angeles. But but I've been I, I drove through Denver on my way back from Cop Out and literally as I was leaving the hotel I stopped at the fucking concierge or whatever and I was like hey do you know where Mile High Comics is can you like draw me a map she was like I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> and I was fucking flabbergasted I was like what we're in Denver though what else is there what do people come here to see besides Mile High Comics <laughs> and like Shannon Sharp's house you like that reference. Dude, I, I'm sure Shannon Sharp doesn't still live in Denver. Hey, what if he took to the community? Well, well, I I don't think he's from Denver. I, I think know, he dude. just played in Denver. I, I'm I actually impressed that you know that. Well, that's what I was I was trying to get some credit for a Shannon Sharp reference. Oh, I can go. Well, dude, the Jay Moore show is uh, Moore stories is picking me up on my sports knowledge a little bit, but I can still only do sports from up to like 1995. Like I can I can talk crazy sports from like 93. Just like music, just like music, just like you know what I mean. Like I, my, yeah. I, I stopped when I started smoking pot. <laughs> it was like I built a shell around my fucking body made of resin and lost dreams. Come on, that deserves a bigger laugh than that. Um. So anyway, you're fucking moving to Colorado. What What do you know about Colorado? Give me some preconceived notions. You've never been there. What do you know the, about the, it? The only thing I know about Colorado is Badlands and Dumb and Dumber. What is Badlands? Bad, it's uh, it's a Terrence Malick movie. Okay, so it's like, so it's I, I'm I, I'm sure it's like five hours long, and it's a dude walking for three and a half hours of that. I'm no, sure it's, it's actually one that you would like. <laughs> it's Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek going on a killing spree. I've never seen that. Oh, I'd fucking watch that as long as there's no shots of like dinosaurs for like an hour. <laughs> You know I what can't I mean? Wait for that movie. <laughs> oh, Terrence Malick could suck a dick. Speaking of movies you can't wait for, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that in a, in a little bit later. Uh, another movie right. that you couldn't wait for that I was like, Psh, Jesse. <laughs> oh, Jesse. Um, what? So, what do you know about Colorado? The only thing you know about and and Dumb and Dumber. So, literally, what do you, like? If if I ask, there's a show on TV that I love. Me and Josh talked about it last week, I think, called the How the States Got Their Shape. And in that show, they, they basically, a lot of times they'll quiz people, like, name three things you know about Maine or whatever. Name three things you know about Louisiana. And I would think most people could name 
three preconceived notions, but let's try it out. Get, hit me with three things you think about Alaska. What's the first things you think of when you think of Alaska? Alaska? Yeah. Uh, Eskimos. Okay. <laughs> That's Ice. one. Ice. And, and six months of sunshine. Okay. Boom. Right there. All right. Let's try it. Let's do it. Let's go one more for this little equation. Uh, hit me with the, with the sister state of yours, Louisiana, sir. Uh, Hurricane Katrina. Okay. Uh, the Saints. Okay. And, uh, the, the, you live well, like I guess New Orleans 10 the fucking Saints. miles yeah. from it. And the what? You live like 10, like, I don't know, crawfish, Cajun food, jazz, any of that kind of shit. You know what I mean? But, okay, so now, here's the big test. Colorado. Mountains. Okay. Uh, snow. Okay. And the Broncos. Good for you, dude. Jesse, I'm proud of you. Because <laughs> a minute ago when I asked you to describe all you knew about Colorado, you said dumb and dumber. <laughs> and I know you're a more intelligent guy than that. I also love that one thing you know about every state is their football team, which isn't really what I was looking for, but I'll give I'll give it to you just for the sake of conversation. Um, I appreciate that. Now let me tell you a little bit about Colorado because I've spent some time there. A, it's f- probably other than Vermont, the most beautiful state in the country. Natural beauty. It is fucking gorgeous, dude. Like, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And not especially right even outside of Denver. You go ten miles outside of Denver, you're in the most beautiful mountains, bro. Like I, I go either you got national parks and cool like Indian Native American ruins and shit, and like in Durango, Colorado. Colorado is awesome in terms of like if you don't take advantage of that, you're a fool. In terms of like fucking, you got nothing to do, just fucking go roll a joint and go walk out in the woods somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? So no, got, I'm, I'm I'm gonna take full advantage. You got that going. I usually do. You got that going for you. Now you got you got the other thing, which I don't know that you're big on, but it might change things. Colorado is a big weed state. Yeah, you informed me of that. Which which is something you should have known already, but we 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 realized the Broncos <laughs> the Broncos took that place. So uh, yeah, I was unaware. Yeah, there's medical marijuana there. Yes. Do you think you would qualify? What would you go in for? What would be your sickness? I uh. I I have headaches a lot. Do you really? Yeah. From what? I I don't know. You might need more than medical medical marijuana, man. I like, I don't think someone goes into the fucking Dr. Kush and they're like, "Yeah, I can't feel the left side of my body. I think I need weed." <laughs> no, it's it's not that bad. I just I get like a migraine like once every two weeks or so. Okay. Uh, do you have trouble sleeping sometimes? Sometimes I do. Yes. Loss of appetite, perhaps? Of course. Well, then you got weed. Like, that's how it's going to be, dude. So that's that's entering your life. Ready? Three. That's for you. Three. Um, I don't know. There's not much to do in the Colorado now that I think about it. <laughs> Smoke weed and look at fucking mountains. Like, that's really kind of... I mean, no, there's, there's really cool concerts. It's like a really green, eco-friendly state. You can get into, like, fucking... You become a foodie if you want. I know Denver's got, like, a thriving... Re- You're living in a big city. Which you, I don't think you've ever done before, really, or live this close to a big city. Uh, you know, I only lived in Hollywood for three years. Yeah, but Hollywood ain't like any other city in the fucking world, bro. And I was really thinking about that the other day. It's for all intents and purposes, it's not a city; it's a sprawl. You know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and I mean, I've been thinking about that too. When I went to California, I kind of brought a piece of Alabama with me with my wife and everything. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm going just me. 
just, apparently not even any fucking clothes or anything. You're like, I'm just, I'm just going. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, check this. I was thinking about this the other day. I lived in Manhattan for like three years. Manhattan is li- quite literally like the it's so fucking small of an island and so many millions and millions of people live on it it's insane what this is a little going a little deep for a second but that humans i know it's not by choice it's because of industry and whatever but that we choose to live in these like fucking hives of people on these tiny tiny little parcels of land as it were you know what i mean yeah i do like, think about how big Manhattan, I know you don't know New York that well, but this Manhattan, the circumference of Manhattan is really not that fucking big. You could walk, like, where I'm from, Long Island, is like 20 times bigger than Manhattan, you know, but, but, like, three times the people live on Manhattan than do on Long Island, you know what I mean? Yeah, I couldn't do Manhattan. I don't think, see, that's the thing, I'm trying to figure you out in a city. Now, Denver, you're lucky, because Denver is like Chicago in the sense that it's a, the actual city city is fairly smallish, and it's just suburbs all around it. Like you're living in a suburb of Denver. Yeah. Are you are, are you psyched to get um out of the South? I yes, I am. Do you think the attitudes will be different? Of uh, myself or of no man? Other, other yeah. <laughs> the, the second one. <laughs> uh, I. I don't think it's going to be incredibly different. I just, I don't think it will be as militant. I let's, guess. Uh, let's put it this way. I, here's the problem. Denver is incredibly white. Yeah. So it's not like you're moving to fucking, so it ain't, it's not like very, very, very white. So I was going to say, there's probably almost more black people where you're from now than in Denver. That's quite possible. Yes. So, so maybe, see, Colorado's a weird state, man, because it, it's, like Vermont, it's very liberal and very like, oh, we fucking smoke weed and grow our own fucking okra, but <laughs> it's, it's kind of like rednecky and Republican in the same sense because it was like an old mining state, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. Like, Colorado was like the fucking founders, not the founders, like, uh, the pioneers found Colorado and shit. That was like a hard scrabble. Can you imagine if you were moving to Denver? Not in like 2011, but in like uh, 1911 or 1811. I don't. Like, okay, how? What's it going to be like when you roll into town now? You go straight to your boy's house. You're you're staying with uh, your buddy who you're trying to make a film with, right? Yes. Who I've intimated that you're homosexual with, but you you claim to not be. We won't (laughs) we won't even go down that road. Uh, I'm just jealous. Uh, (laughs) So you're living with your buddy. You're going to drive into town. You're going to go right to your buddy's house. You think? Well, when I first get there, yeah. How are you going to find it? Like, you have GPS? Well, of course, yeah. Okay, right on. So here, so you're going to fucking use your GPS, you're going to roll into town, you're going to see your buddy, you're going to drop your shit off. What, like, on, relax a little bit, maybe you go something to eat, right? Yeah. Okay. A hundred years ago, do you know what would have happened? Uh, I would have rode a horse in. Okay. Well, okay, you ride a horse into fucking Denver, it's sunrise, right? And there's like a lone old man standing there smoking a, smoking a corncob pipe sitting on a fucking tree stump. And you walk up, and I'm the old man, alright? But here's the thing, there's no fucking GPS, motherfucker. You don't know where your buddy lives. You need some help. Okay. Hit me. Uh, how you doing, sir? Well, hey there, dark feller. What can I do you for? Uh, I was wondering if you could point me in the direction of Loveland. Loveland? I never knew a man like you to have no business in Loveland before. Tell me why you're headed there, stranger. 
what do you what do you mean someone like me? I mean someone with skin darker than a coon's eye. <laughs> My name's Jasper, by the way. I make wooden teeth. Well, it's nice to meet you, Jasper, but if you were just, you know, pointing I'm in the right direction, I'll be on my way. Well, hold your horses there, horse boy. I was, I was showing off my teeth for a moment. Uh, who is this crazy guy texting me? I'm, I don't have a phone. What am I talking about? I live in 1811 in Texas. So you're, uh, Texas, Colorado, I'm all conflaborated now. It's this moonshine and sarsaparilla I got up inside me. So you're looking for Loveland, huh? What kind of business I, you... I what? Yeah, yes, I'm looking for Loveland. Well, what's your business in Loveland? I like to consider myself a social feller, and I like to know the goings and comings of fellers in this part of the towns. Well, I'm uh, kind of meeting a business partner there. A business partner? Well, just what kind of business you in, boy? And hey, what's that accent? What part of Colorado are you from? I'm, I'm actually I'm not from Colorado. No. I would have never guessed. Where is you from? Where do your peoples hail froms? I'm from a little state in the Union called Alabama. I knew it. You was one of them runaways, ain't you? No, no, I'm I'm here of my own accord. You're a free man? I, I am. Well, gosh, good. I support Lincoln and all that skullduggery. So, what kind of business did you say you was in? Horse swoggling? Uh, what did you say? You said you was a horse swoggler? A horse swoggler? Yeah, you know, someone who swoggles up on them horses all the time. I hear they do that down in your neck of the woods. Well, I'm, I'm not from I'm, that neck. I'm warning you now, it's going to be really tough for me to stop talking like that. All right, go ahead. Uh, from your neck of the woods. <laughs> just, you're an actor, man. I don't come from any woods, man. I'm, can you just tell me how to get to Colorado? You're in Colorado, feller. See, now you're just confusing me on purpose. Gonna blindfold me, tie me up, and steal my toenails. I know how you people do. You didn't tell me what kind of business you was in. I'm in the kind of business that's not yours. You're gonna say that to a man with a pitchfork and a corncob <laughs> pipe and a brother with an extra nipple, which makes him stronger and more aerodynamic, and his name is Clam? <laughs> You know, I'm, uh, I think I'm just gonna continue going west. No, I wouldn't go west if I was you, son. They say oh, why, that like... over a thousand years ago, an Apache chief put a curse on them there, western woods, and any man who walks in there, them get the clap. <laughs> you really want That's to bring okay. the clap I'm, uh, to Loveland? I'm, uh, I'm part native, so I think I'll be okay. Part native? What tribe you hail from, boy? <clears throat> Uh, I'm sure you've never heard of it in a small little tribe called the Choctaw. i never heard of it, shit. You're right, I haven't, and I don't trust nothing i never heard of. Okay, well then I probably wouldn't trust you to give me proper directions, so I will be on my way. Which way are you going to head? I'm sorry? Which way are you going to head? I'm, I'm going to go west. I t- already told you, nobody goes west. Pick another Okay, well I'm going to go north and then west. Well, up. You don't want to go north, stranger. They say that over 500 years ago, Comanche Jim himself masturbated in them there woods. And the demon seed that flew throughout his... I'm fucking losing it, man. And the demon seed that spurt from his very veins 
made of clan of critter bear men that eat anything that's made of two legs and from God's green walking pastures. Well, I'll, uh, so I'll it's either the, cl- it's either the clap or bear men going to eat you. I'll try to steer clear of the bear men. You totally want an STD, dude. Santa's broke character. That was really fun, Jesse. Thank you for one of, uh, if I could applaud my own podcast, I would. I mean, you, I mean, you kind of kept it going for a while there. I mean, I, 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 it's kind of my duty as the person who does this show. <laughs> if I just was like, you know what, I'm gonna let them take over for a while and just sat there, I don't, I don't know how <laughs> things would go. Especially that I do the interview for him right now. Can you expect, imagine if halfway through I just started staring doughy eyed at people? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, that's a bit different. I, I'm sure you don't, you don't do those things with the people you interview, do you? Well, I mean, sometimes, yeah. Like, me and Phil Lamar. I, I never listened to the show. I know. We, okay, what's the last episode of Bagged and Boarded you've heard? Oh, uh, wow. I, Did you ever I even listen know. to the first live one from the Smodcastle with our rap and shit? I think I listened. I think I skimmed through it. You so vetted no, your rap. Listen. You can admit it. You wanted to check your your flow? No, I wanted to see how it sounded. Okay. Uh have you have you listened to anything out of curiosity randomly since then? In the last year, have you heard an episode of Bagged and Boarded? I have not, but there are actually a few that I kind of want to go back and check. I might do that on my drive. Like which one? Like, are there any guests that I've had on? Do you know who I've had on the show? I I think I know most of them, but it's it's not really like the name people you've had. I want to listen to like you and your dad, and I want to listen to you and then you have Graham on the show. I mean, Jeremy Graham did an episode called yeah. Podcast of Attrition, where we talked about fucked up shit. I did one with my mom, you might dig. Uh, let me think of some other ones. I mean, there's a lot. We did one called F- Jesse Hate Fest. A Jesse Hate Fest? Yeah, there it was, was like, guess on that one? everyone who just hated you. So there's a lot of people. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, speaking yeah. of hatred, someone was like, tell Jesse fucking jiving with Jesse sucked. And I'm like, tell me that, because it only existed once, so obviously we both realize that. What sucks? You're you're jiving with Jesse. You did a Brendo Man minute kind of. Remember, you sent me in a oh yeah yeah a voicemail. Yeah. It didn't uh, go over to us. <laughs> no, um, I didn't. I didn't particularly think it would. Let's put it this way: Jesse is like the Indian kid in Captain Planet, who's like a great guy. He's friends with monkeys. Everyone loves him, but unless he's fucking, unless he's got you know his ring on and he's combining with with with. Heart, wind, water, fire. I'll take the rest of them. I don't care. Over here, there ain't no eco saving being done. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I bring out the best in you, Jesse. Uh, you, you have the capability. I, I, I would be so curious to hear you do a podcast with someone else. <laughs> like just you. Well, it would depend on who that someone is. You've never been on a podcast without me, have you? Uh, no, I have not. We have some weird fucking Batman Robin thing going, man. Uh, I would, I would be very, very curious to hear how you can hang. I think you can do it, dude. I think, like, I think you don't give yourself enough credit, the fact that you fucking hosted a podcast for two years and forget about it. No, I think it's that if I were to do a podcast with someone else, it would be an entirely different, yeah, it would be a comedic Boring one. fucking podcast of all time. <laughs> unless, unless you're doing it with, like, Carrot Top or, like, someone wacky. Well, it doesn't have to be comedic. I mean, I think I could do a, a movie podcast. Or a non-comedic like movie podcast? Yeah. What that sound? I got. I'm running. So they, two two they, people. They t- exist. People. T- I'm sure they do. Oh, that's so fucked up. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you? They really do exist. You're right. And it's here's the thing. I at no point am like I do a comedy podcast. I just fucking talk. I I I just 
I I, I like to I like to think that I'm a funny feller and that the folks I'm friends with and the other people I have on the show are funny also. But it's not like anyone's look. It's not like there's jokes or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get. It. So you your your ideal podcast would be you with no pressure of making anyone laugh is basically what you're trying to say. Yeah, that, that's absolutely that's right. bagged and boarded, man. <laughs> I don't think anyone's like fuck. Jesse was really off this week. <laughs> Wasn't wasn't doing his usual Jesse. Oh, I can't believe he didn't go into his fucking uh, his little rascals impressions like he's wanting to do. Give him give him your your uh, buckwheat. Come on, dude. I never watched the little. Rascals. Not, see, All I know is buckwheat is looking for no. See, you knew it. You knew you knew. Uh, hey, I didn't even think I. You proved me wrong again, bro. Congrats on you what? twice. Uh, I don't prove you wrong. <laughs> what? Well, uh, I didn't think you'd know who buckwheat was. Really. I forgot about the Eddie Murphy sketch. I remembered the 15 t- years of fucking show with Buckwheat instead. I, well, I saw the 90s movie when I was a kid. Did you? Me too. It was horrible. <laughs> no. Speaking of that 90s movie, that little kid from, uh, what's his fucking name? Ross Bagley Jr. Independence, Independence Day, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and Little Rascals. The kid who played Buckwheat in the Little Rascals. Oh, oh, movie. oh. You talking about Will's nephew from Fresh Prince? Yes, and his son from, from ID4. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is now like 23 years old. I looked him up. I looked well, him up on I the mean, internet. People do age. I mean, yeah, but he, he didn't age well. <laughs> he is. A, like, like I've looked him up online, and every single comment is like, oh, my God, that's a hideous human. Like, he's not a good-looking fella. And like he was a fucking really cute little kid. I wonder what what was the transition rate on that shit? Like did it happen overnight? Like Jekyll and Hyde or something? Well it probably happened along with puberty. Oh, he must have been so bummed. <laughs> that was his whole thing. He was like, I'm the ridiculously cute little black kid. Like you can't beat that and fight me. And no one would because he was a ridiculously cute black kid. And all of a sudden, he got like tall and gawky looking. He wasn't the kid in, in Independence Day. Yes, he was. No, the kid in Independence Day was the same kid from from Soul Food. No, Soul Food came out. What I don't know what you're talking about. No, the kid in I'm positive. I'll look it up right now. Because I do. I did this the other day. His Twitter. His name is Ross Bagley, and his Twitter name is Boss Ragley. <laughs> he's got like 200 followers, and he says the n bomb. He drops the n word a lot. He's a rapper now. I should let you know. Or an aspiring rapper, at least. He's got a new era hat with a sticker on in the picture, so I assume. <laughs> I'm just assuming, because those stickers do come off. If all, apparently, if you're a rapper, you can't take them off. Do you know about that? No, I, one, I, uh, no one ever clued me in on why the stickers are kept on on the new era hats. Do you know? I don't know why, but I still have a few. With the stickers on? Mm-hmm. You're just per- you like- I don't wear hats very often. <sighs> you're the you're what's wrong with this country and the world and like you're just perp- you're like you're it's religion it's like why do we fucking I don't know why we like do this like people have been doing it for a thousand years and they don't know you know what I mean like you don't even know why you keep the sticker on your hat but you do it Jesse because other people do it. Well, I I don't usually wear hats and I did it because I used to work at a hat factory and I used to sell them. You used to work at a hat factory? Yeah, I worked for New Era Cap Company. Your life is like a musical. <laughs> and I only say that because I immediately went to like some big dance number on a factory line <laughs> with everyone with their fucking doff and their new era caps and shit. Uh, you worked at the new era factory? Yeah. Really? 
That's where I worked. Well, I quit there to go to California. I had no idea, man. You gave that up? What's that? You gave that up? Yeah, that's actually the most money I've ever made at an hourly job before. I'm sure it was decent. I gave it. Was it fun to work at, too? Was everyone cool? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. it, it was... Well, I was going to say my kind of people, but it was all black people. I worked at a factory for a summer, dude, and it was all black people. Like, I did it on, I was like, man, I need to get in touch with humanity. I told, I think I've told this story a little bit before. So I, I asked my dad, and I was like, Can I? <clears throat> my dad works in printing, so he knows a lot of people who own printing presses. So I worked at a printing press for like a month and a half on like the floor. And it was very like, the, it was the only like, I sound like a douchebag right now, but man, I've worked my entire life from fucking Starbucks to Barnes and Noble to Whole Foods. You know what I mean? Like from the age of 14 to 23, I worked retail nonstop. So it's not like I'm fucking silver spoons or whatever, but I had never done like blue collar kind of work. I'd never done non-retail, right? Yeah. I felt so like fucking one of the dudes. Like we go out to the lunch truck and everyone would get their sandwiches <laughs> and we'd all eat our sandwiches and everyone would be tired at the end of the day and they'd like be talking about what they're going to do over the weekend. And I'd be like, yeah, we'll drink beer and shit. And- <laughs> I like sports. Like I felt very. That was like that when I PA'd on Cop Out too. You're like one because I've never really. You know what I mean? Never really it's, fit in. It's a good feeling. No, it's not about fitting in. I've never worked in that communal kind of group team yeah. environment before. So it, it, it it's kind of nice that you like you feel like one of the gang, as it were. Like when you work at a fucking retail store, you just you're killing time to make fucking eight bucks an hour. You hate your life. Yeah. Uh, on these things, there's a certain sense of camaraderie. I agree. You know what I mean? And like, you'd hear, I remember this one dude, oh, this one, uh, like, crazy, like, uh, uh, white wiggery kind of dude who was way into rap was trying to f- have sex with this Mexican chick who worked on the same assembly line as us. And like, they would flirt every day. It was so fun, man. It was like <laughs> real life. They had papusa. Oh, yeah, it is real. There life. was a papusa truck, whatever that was. I fucking remember, I always remember that. Food truck came by, you get like White Castle hamburger. But the reason, that didn't work out for me. It's because, of course, I started getting lazy. But what I also... I started getting lazy and hating it. And I fucking, like... A forklift ran over my foot and broke my toe. And I, I like, caused a lot of damage one day accidentally by, like... <laughs> they have these things called hilos, which are basically, like, little cars that pull giant, um... Like, stacks of fucking paper. And they work yeah. on, like, motorcycle throttles. So the handlebars are the gas. And I didn't realize that. Yeah. I just, like, leaned down on one and put my hand on it and accidentally went, like, whoop! And the fucking thing <laughs> fishtailed and took out, like, three, like, all these machines and shit. And people were screaming and their sparks going off. <laughs> and then they all started calling me Wayne. And I found out later that Wayne was, like, a retarded dude on the late shift. And that's when I started not liking it so much. So the way I got out of the job without like pussying out was it was a printing press. So I had, I got ink all over me all day long, like fucking gross, like ink, 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 ink. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you'd have to scrub it off for like an hour in the shower. But one day in the bathroom, there was a bottle of something called plate cleaner. And someone, this guy was like, Hey, you're just fucking, if you get a spot of ink on you, just like dab a tiny bit of shit on that. It'll take it right off. So like I tried it and it worked. And so, like, every day for the next month, at the end of the day, when I would go to wash my hands and my face and all this shit, I would use, like, an, fucking tons of this plate cleaner shit. <laughs> and then I started breaking out in a rash, like, and, and, like, everywhere, like, my entire fucking body, including my dick, like, everything that I touched with my hands got red and itchy the next, like, one day. And I was like, what the fuck? So I went to the doctor, and he was like, 
have you been dealing with chemicals? And I was like, no, no, I've been like working at this printing press. He's like, do you come into contact with a lot of like liquid chemicals? I'm like, not chemicals. It's like this plate cleaner shit. He's like, yeah, that is ink remover, which is a chemical, dude. He's like, you've been bathing in chemicals. So that's how I got out of the job. I was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, I'm, I'm sick. <laughs> the job made me sick. And I remember I'm always one to when I quit a job or, or need to come up with a big excuse, I always go for too much information because I feel like the other party is forced to believe it because what normal person would share that if it wasn't true? I'm the same way. So yeah. I was like, I was literally like, my dick is on, like, my dick is all, like, I told my boss, I was like, my dick, <laughs> I have a rash on my dick. I can't work here anymore. <laughs> and like, it wasn't that bad. It was also like 10 years ago. So even if it was better, it would have gotten better. But the moral of the story was that was my, uh, that was my, my, my printing press experience. But that was my factory job. That's what I was trying to go back to. I was going to see if your, was your experience on the factory line anything like mine? No, it wasn't at all. <laughs> no. You didn't cause like a lot of damage and break a toe and get chemical fucking agents all over you? No, I, I, I was actually a pretty good employee. And you didn't smoke weed, you didn't smoke weed with a big guy named Devon from Transpo who you, I would go fucking off a forklift. Cause there were like forklifts everywhere. So if you wanted to go disappear, you would just jump on a forklift. We would drive around the parking lot smoking bowls and riding forklifts. And then one day I rear ended something and he was like, that's all right. We never smoke weed again. <laughs> and he was such a cool guy too. And it was like, it was one of those moments where I was like, Fuck, man, because I was like 16, and I was like, yeah, I guess not. Like, yeah, you'll probably get in trouble if you hang out with me. I'm only yeah. going to be here for a couple of weeks. This is your career. <laughs> it's probably good judgment. You know what I mean? So, so that was my, my factory run. But what, So what are you going to do when you get out to Colorado, dude? Uh, You mean for work? Yeah, uh, yeah, for life. You're very specific. <laughs> you take every question, everything I ask you, you twist, you try to twist it down to its core. Like, I don't know how I could break it. Are you moving? Are you, what are you going to do? Like, I don't know how I could make it, the concepts any simpler. Okay. Uh, uh, what, no, no, okay I mean, what are you I going to do from the, between the time when you wake up and go to sleep seven days a week? Well, okay. Well, I mean, I am going to have to get, you know, a little job, which I've kind of already got one kind of set up. A but, nine to I mean, five. The priority, yeah, kind of. But, I mean, the priority is the movie. I'm basically going to make the movie. Now, when okay, so when you say the movie, do you want to let people know about the concept? Is it registered? Yes, but I don't want to... No, I don't want to do that. You don't want to give it away? Uh, not really. I want to give it away, but I mean... It's, you I want to it how about you pi pitch it to the audience? Can you pitch it? Can you do a quick pitch? Like a fucking 30-second, 60-second pitch? It's a pretty easy concept. No? No? No, I don't. I don't want to do that right now. Okay. All right, man. Uh, all right. Okay. You can hold that shit in. Like you, you ain't a filmmaker if you don't tell anybody you're making films, motherfucker. Well, I am making films. I just I don't want to talk about that in depth at this juncture. You're afraid. I know what you're afraid of. Fucking Brett Ratner is going to steal it again. Jesse. No, claims, no, I'm not afraid of anybody. Jesse Still claims he wrote Rush Hour Three and he's held the garage ever since. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't, I, I'm not worried about anybody stealing it. I just, I don't want to get into, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. You don't want to jinx yourself by talking about detail because you're so far away from actually doing it. Kinda, yeah. I know you, man. I know you. So that's cool. But the, so that's your main priority is going out to Colorado because the buddy you're hanging out with there is a dude you met in film school here and you guys are going to try to shoot a flick together, right? 
that's the gist of it. Um, what else are you gonna do there, man? Like, you got a whole new life ahead of you. Like, new social scene, new friends. You're gonna try to date. You're gonna go to concerts. You're gonna fucking, you know what I mean? You're gonna join any. Well, clubs. I mean, I'm kind of, I, I, I mean, it, it kind of all depends on the movie. I mean, I'm kind of given that there's, I've given it kind of a schedule. Stop and doing it looks that. Like, because you're not good huh? at making schedules. <laughs> well, not a schedule, but. Like a, a time frame. Stop of, planning your life and let someone else do it for you. No. Okay. Someone but I mean, being, yeah, someone I mean, being I'm, I'm me. Going to, I'm going but. to stay with him for a while, but I can't stay with him forever. <laughs> and I mean, depending on what the movie looks like, I mean, maybe I'd stay there and set up shop. Maybe I. So Colorado is just a, a transitional step for you, is what you're trying to say. You don't. You're not. You aren't moving there. You're just staying there until to see if you can get this movie done, basically. Yes, but if the movie doesn't get done, then You're, I might be staying there for good. Just, I mean, and it might not be, a, it's nice there, dude. <laughs> well, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm going to go and live and do and watch and look and all that. And I mean, if, if it looks like the movie's not going to happen, but I can have a better life there, then I'm going to stay. I mean, maybe I will meet a chick and get involved and shit like that. Maybe. I, I mean, man. I'm not going to leave. And then one night, yeah. like, you're like, I love you. And she's like, I love you. And you're like, I want to make a baby. And, and you're like, I got to take my dick out. And then you take your dick out and, and you have sex. And you make a baby, man. And then when that baby's I, born. I don't, don't want to make any babies. You name him Matt Cohen Jr. No, I would not. You wouldn't name your kid after, you wouldn't name your firstborn boy or girl after me. I don't think I would name my firstborn child anything that is remotely biblical. My name is biblical? Well, I mean, it's Matthew. I mean, it's a very common name, but yeah, it's biblical. Yeah, but I have, like, the Jewish version, so it's Torical. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, for, for all I'm concerned, the the Christian Matt... What? I really have a biblical name? Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, Most if names a biblical are, name is, by definition, a name that... Yeah, like Michael, Bible, yeah. Nicholas, fucking Joseph, all those names are biblical names. Yes, it, and Matthew is well. What kind of name is Jesus? It's a biblical name. <laughs> No, no, one ever, no one ever asked me what kind of name is Matthew. Because I would so bust that fucking line out now, man. Uh, I hope I hope I meet someone who's like, Matthew? What? Like, can you imagine if like, I meet someone, I'm like, hey, what's going on? I'm mad. And they're like, wait, what did you say your name was? <laughs> what? Matt? Where the fuck are you from? Jesse? Wait, 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 wait. Say it again. Spell it. Jesse? I want to meet that person. I want to meet the person who doesn't know what things are. You know what There's I mean? Probably like, not very many out there. Like, hey man, you want to go grab a cheeseburger? Do I want to grab a what? But knows all the other words. The do, I, want, and grab part. Just whatever the noun is. He fucking, <laughs> he doesn't know any nouns, man. Any nouns whatsoever. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? What did I, what? What? Like, he's always just very, everything's a confrontation too. Like he's like, everything scares him because he doesn't know what anything is. Like, you know what I mean? Ask me a question. But why would you want to talk to someone like that? Ask me a question. I'm going to call that guy Stevie. Ask, ask Stevie a question. Hey Stevie, how you doing? How, wait, how am I what? How are you doing? Do, how am I doing? <laughs> I just made him very Jewish too. I like that guy, man. I also like the guy <laughs> who insists that fake things exist. That what exists? Fake things. What, what, what are you talking about? I'm just talking about theoretical characters that could exist in the world. 
What, we got to talk okay. about you this whole fucking time? What are you, okay, what are you doing? You, I asked you what your life is like. You're like, what life? Which part, <laughs> which part of my well, life? No, but, I mean, why are we talking about hypothetical characters? I don't know, because they're enjoyable. Because that, because look, that first guy was, was very like, he was just scared of life. This other guy is the opposite. He's like, just insistent. He's not a dick, but like, he goes up to the movie ticket counter and he's like, I'll have a, um, let me get one for the 830 Harry Potter. And they're like, sorry, sir, uh, it's not playing at 830. He's like, no, 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 let me, uh, I'm sorry, 830, one for the 830 Harry Potter? And they're like, sir, it's not playing. He's like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, you misunderstood. I'll take one ticket for the 830, you know what I mean? (laughs) That guy is, those two guys should meet and start hanging out. And that's a sitcom in, in the waiting, and I might, I might jump on that. Guy, guy who doesn't know what things are, and guy who makes up things. Because, and that would really fuck up the guy who doesn't know what things are, because the things he's, the other guy's making up aren't even real. You know what I mean? It's like, a, it's like Dick Van Dyke. Um. So how are things on the, on the left coast? How are things on the left coast, man? They're alright. Uh, how, you want, like, an update on my fucking shit? I mean, things are good. It's hot sure. out. It's hot out all the time. Um. I don't leave my house. I got another tattoo. Did you? What'd you get? I got a, uh, I got on my right wrist, opposite the geek, if you remember. I got, um, my favorite fish, title of my favorite fish song. I got split open and melt. But to make it my own geeky spin, I got it in, uh, a handwriting font called Cervantes, which is actually Miguel Cervantes' real handwriting that he wrote Don Quixote in. So. If you can go with okay. me for a second, it would be like Miguel Cervantes wrote Split Open and Melt on my wrist, which I find cool. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Which I find cool. I'm a big Don Quixote fan. You knew this. Are you, uh, you know this are about you pissed me. that they, they, they're not doing the Dark Tower thing? No, I'm, I'm very excited about that, but I think we're going to save that for part two, because we're, we're doing, we're, me and Jesse, Jesse indulged me enough here, because we love talking to him so much. Uh, we're going to wrap this part up, the, what, what I call the, uh, the personal aspect, where, you know, we talk about Jesse's hopes and dreams and aspirations and how they probably won't come true because he's not really planning on anything, apparently. He's like, I'm just <laughs> going to go there. And then uh, and then we're going to – next week, uh, you're going to hear me and Jesse with some classic bagged and board geek action. Uh, still a cell phone call because this is actually working for me really well. Um, and uh, we got some cool questions from Twitter. I was like, you've heard me and Jesse talk for 60 episodes. What have we never talked about that you always wanted us to? So we got some topics coming up. So stay tuned. It's a Jesse Rivers double banger action. You like that? You like I the do. you like the star, dude? I was like, you know how many A list celebrities I had to turn down this week because I was like, look, guys, I'm I'm going back to my co- to my roots. I gotta I keep I gotta that. keep it keep it real. Actually, everyone's at Comic Con, so you really helped me out. But <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this has been this is this is great, dude. Talking to you. Um, so you're driving out. I'm driving, yes. By yourself. By myself. Oh, that's a fun ride too, dude. Are you gonna stop at all and yeah. see shit? In Mississippi, and then I'm heading straight there. What's in Mississippi? Uh, I'm going. You're gonna stop I'm and see vagina. The Blues Trail. What? Oh, I thought you said you're gonna stop and see vagina in Mississippi. Knowing you, what do you? No, no, I'm going through something called the Blues Trail. Like I'm gonna see Robert Johnson's grave. You know, I know about that. I I didn't think you were a blues fan. What documentary did you watch in the past week that changed that in you? You didn't think I was a blues? I'm a huge blues fan. I love the blues. I didn't know that, man. Yeah. You drink hypnotic. <laughs> Fuck, was I supposed to know you knew who Robert Johnson was? That's cool, man. Well, see, what I suggest is, like, on your way to Colorado, there's going to be cool shit, like Mesa Verde National Park and, like, cool, crazy national parks and fucking, like, 
old Native American, like, uh, you know what I mean? Runes and stuff like that. Yeah, you've already talked about that. <laughs> yeah, probably. How long do you think you're going to make the trip in? Uh, two and a half days. When, now, when is this happening? In the end of August? Beginning of August? August the 8th, I'm pulling out. You so, will you, will you commit to the fans right now that we can get an on the road pod? Cause you, we can do this while you're driving now, dude. Uh, I can't guarantee an entire episode, but I'll try to do something. You're such a fuck. You really are. You're like, oh, I got, this. I'm trying <laughs> to make this movie and make another movie. It's like, you have a thing right here to talk on. Talk on it. Like, you're like, man, movies are my only means of communication. I'm like, what about the podcast that has tens of thousands of fucking listeners that I invite you on every day? Yeah, but I'm not a, I'm not a talker. I know, you're not a, you're a movier, which is so pretentious. <laughs> you're like, I can't talk to people. I can only talk to them through the sit, art of, through the act of shooting something, editing it on a computer, then doing a color correction mix, <laughs> then uploading it to YouTube or whatever the fuck it is. You're like, that's just more personal to me, man. I'm a purist. I'm glad you understand. <laughs> Maybe if you were like fucking Lumiere and you were capturing the first images of like a baby being born into a fucking light box, <laughs> I'd be like right on. But literally, you're shooting on a DV cam, like what the same? What you're shooting on the same camera? People shoot fucking book cream pies in. How do you know what camera we're shooting on? I'm just assuming it, I, they shoot cream pies on every camera, Jesse. Okay. There's a lot of cream pies out there, my friend. Speaking of cream pies, because this isn't as geeky. Uh, did you see what happened today with Rupert Murdoch? Uh, no. Do you know what's happening? We'll keep this to this episode because it's a bit more serious and highbrow, as it were. Uh, do you know what's happening with the News of the World scandal? With the the phone hacking thing? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got jumped on, right? <laughs> you didn't get jumped on. Some dude I didn't came, see the video. Some dude came in. Okay, so they're like in the middle of this fucking hearing or whatever. Uh, so Rupert Murdoch is the, for those of you who don't know, is the head of News Corps, which uh, got caught phone tapping a newspaper in england was caught tapping phones and like murder cases and stuff like that so they're interviewing the main guy and his son and this dude busts in the room and throws a plate at him and on the plate is shaving cream and and like okay so this is like the most high profile fucking news hearing in the history of in like the last 50 years in england like the entire world is watching live and you know how like the british secret service and like cops react Oh no, that's uh, that's outrageous, sir. Sir, oh no, this is outrageous. <laughs> that's outrageous, sir. Like and like, literally, the dude's little Chinese wife fucking comes out of nowhere and takes a right hook at the guy. It's awesome. Like she clocks him in the face. <laughs> Meanwhile, the cops are all like, bah, 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 bah. "Oh, this is truly outrageous." Like no one's got a gun. Like I, I just love the entire. Like if this happened in America, a dude would have walked into the car- courtroom, shot the guy in the head, and everyone would have unloaded on him. <laughs> Here it was like, I've got a pie of shaving cream. Oh, oh, sir, don't you dare do that, sir. Oh, he's daring. Oh, he did it. Oh, you horrible, horrible man, you. And then, like, the little Chinese lady just fucking, dude, like a, like a, like a Ryu fucking, how do you can, like, the flying one. <laughs> like, her body twists and goes up into the air. Like, it's amazing. Oh, but, like, that's the thing. British cops, do you know British cops don't have guns? I didn't know that. They only carry nightsticks, man. That's a little dangerous. Well, yeah. Well, it's like Japanese cops just have whistles. <laughs> but that being said, the murder rates and the gun shooting rates over there are like a one thousandth a percent of what we have here. You know what I mean? 
Well, I'm sure they're harder to come by. So somehow they make People it work. Are probably a lot happier. Somehow they make it work, but I just love the idea of like you do something really fucked up and a cop runs at you and he's like, "Stop, or I'll ask you to stop louder." <laughs> stop, or I'll get very cross with you, sir. Like, like this was like the it was live streaming around the world, and no one except his little fucking wife went to get the guy. Everyone was just like, "Oh, sir!" They kept going, saying they kept calling him "fucking sir." I was like, "At what point do you drop the formalities and be like douchebag? Like, someone get that fucking asshole!" The entire time they're like, "What a terrible gentleman that man is!" Someone stop that uh, that obscene gentleman. Have you ever heard British Parliament? No. It's a great. I listen to a lot of BBC news, Jesse. British Parliament is basically imagine a Senate meeting or whatever they call it in america right yes they're discussing bills but the thing is you probably know about this or have seen it in movies they all scream non-stop throughout the entire thing the people in the background right yeah do you know what i'm talking about yes and I'm like but it's it's fucking if, if any of listeners haven't really heard a full british parliament meeting do yourself a favor and like i know you might have heard clips you might have heard jokes about it on snl Go to YouTube and just watch a random, a random fucking meeting of parliament. It could be about a crack in the road. And the dude would be like, the honorable MP from Bristol thinks that this crack in the road is a crack in the British economy and we won't have it. And everyone in the background is like, rah, 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 rah. It sounds like people are fucking losing their minds. And they do, wow. That's like the British equivalent of woo. You know when drunk Americans get drunk, they do woo? Yeah. Brits go like, way, wow, there's a lot of hey and wow, so like that's what they do, and during parliament, I'm like, these people are elected officials, and they're screaming like fucking Jerry Springer audience. You seem to be very opinionated about this. They don't have very good PR in England, man. (laughs) For a country I like so much, they're kind of coming off on TV, it's kind of fucking goofy (laughs) these days, you know what I mean? They're like 800 years older than us, and like they had like 80, like every country at one point belonged to them, and yet they're like, shaving cream in the face, no! Like, stop that, man! I just thought that was funny. Like, but Bush did get hit by a shoe, but I feel like that guy who hit him with the shoe is dead in Guantanamo now. That's the difference between America and England. Like, yeah, that guy threw the shoe at Bush. Then that guy was murdered, like a black bag was thrown on his head instantly. You know what I mean? I and they rena- they renamed him they renamed him like Muhammad Jabiba Heel and like he's in one of those cells asking. I watched a doc at Guantanamo Bay. The only thing they can get is water, but they can get as much of it as they want. So a lot of dudes try to like drown themselves. That shoe guy right now is asking for water, and this shaving <laughs> this shaving cream guy is fucking sitting in Piccadilly Circus eating eating some bangers and mash right now. You know what I mean? Ridiculous. Ridiculous, Jesse. I'm very opinionated today. I'm all news. I'm all news heavy. This is like my fifth podcast of the day. <laughs> I, I did an now episode. Now we gotta do a six. I yeah. gotta talk to you for another hour. I did an episode of Moore Stories before. Me and Jay Moore bullshit for a while. Now I'm, now I'm doing this with you. When I take off, I'm gonna do my other podcast I do is my alter ego. It's, uh, I don't know if you've heard, it's called Sparkle Realm Cast. I I've just, I talk about sticker books. Remember sticker books? I, I do. Oh, the sticker, did you have a sticker book? I, I'm sure I had a few. Damn right, man. Everyone had sticker books. They were the best. But here's the thing that we were all retarded about. We should have put the stickers on other shit. 
we were just <laughs> well, a lot them, of people did. We were just putting them on pieces of paper, and then it was like, "Fuck, you can't like." Once you had something you wanted a sticker on, then you'd be like, uh, you, "You know what I mean?" It was useless. I know what you mean. So nowadays, when I get a sticker, I always save it. You know what I mean? I always, I'm very, no. I'm very frugal with stickers nowadays because your first instinct when you get a sticker is like, "Oh, sticker, peel it, fucking plump anywhere." You're gonna waste that sticker. I learned that as a kid with all those sticker books. I wish I had those stickers. You know what I mean? To this day, no. You don't get stickers. <laughs> okay. You don't get like if I buy a really cool action figure and it comes with a fucking badass sticker or something, I I will save it like off to the side until I have something that worthy of that sticker. I I don't want to just put stickers on shit. I'm an adult, so it's got to be. You know what I mean? So I've got to. I'm an adult, Jesse. So I have to wait till it's really the right moment for the fucking Donald Duck sticker. Or the Mickey Mouse puzzle I have hanging on my wall. Because I was like, look, I did the Mickey Mouse puzzle. I can put scotch tape on the back and just thumbtack it up really easily. I don't see why not. And I did. And you know what? No one stopped me. And I'm that much happier. Congratulations. I'm that much happier for it. Um, so you got a, you got some, you got some big things coming up, sir. I think I'm, I'm honestly very happy for you. I think the audience is going to be fucking elated, dude, because people, you are the good guy when I'm on this show. You know what I mean? I think everybody's a good guy when you're the opposition. By default, um, have we ever had any assholes on the show? I mean, there, I don't want to name names, but there have been a couple of motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think you're right. I take, I take the adversarial position for the good of the audience because I love you guys and, uh, and I love Jesse and I thank you, sir. And, uh, and you ready, you're, you're ready to kick this off again, man? I, uh, I'll try to make it through another one. Folks. This is going to be the longest week of your life. Get ready for it, because coming up next week, part two of Jesse Rivers action. Until then, uh, until then, I'm Matt Cohen. Oh, I'm Jesse Rivers. You, ooh, it's been that long, huh? <laughs> and you know what's funny? I haven't, I haven't had to wait for someone in so long that I felt <laughs> I was like, I was proud of myself that I remembered the pause, but then you fucking mangled it. So <laughs> let's try that one more time. I'm Matt Cohen. Jesse Rivers. It's been bagged aboard. It's been real. What? We got it. Bagged and boarded. Live. Shizzle sneak attack. What's going on, everybody? Matt Cohen here. Thank you for tuning in to a uh, OG episode, uh, styly of Bagged Aboard with Mr. Jesse Rivers. To find Jesse on the internet, uh, you really got only one option, Facebook and Twitter. He's on Twitter at Jesse Rivers, J-E-S-S-E Rivers. And uh, same goes for Facebook. Do it up and uh, tell him you like to hear more of him, which you will be hearing next week because it's a two-part. What? Uh, to find me on the internet, check out cameltoadproductions.com. Follow me on Twitter at cameltoad, C-A-M-E-L-T-O-A-D. As always, we're brought to you by the fine folks at Golden Apple Comics and the Smodcast Network. We got a lot of cool stuff happening. Golden Apple coming up in the recent, not recent because that would mean in the past, in coming months. There you go. Be sure to check out uh, Twitter and GoldenAppleComics.com for all the information regarding that. And uh, as I said before, I'm uh, producing more stories now, which is on the Smodcast Network, number one podcast in the world. Definitely check that out with the hilarious Jay Moore and his friends and family telling some really crazy comedy stories. And, uh, I think that's about it, gang. Like, look, I love, I, I don't ever want to stop talking to you guys. You know what? I'm gonna give out, uh, check your mailbox right now. The physical mailbox. I just left a little, some cookies, a care package. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want this to ever end. I want this, this is my endless summer. And, uh, you're my eternal loves. I'm fucking running out of shit to say. I've done like five podcasts in the last day. 
But as always, we keep on keeping on, and I hope you do the same. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a good one. Find more funny shit like this at smodcast.com.